Welcome to a new episode of the Surprise Multiplayer Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ozzy Monroe. Today, along with my co-hosts, Jeremy and John, we spend time looking back at 2023. We reminisce about some significant achievements, key milestones, and other aspects we feel contributed to a successful year. Join us as we reflect on what went right, what went wrong, and each of our plans for improvement in 2024. As a reminder, we can now be reached for feedback, suggestions, and questions at banterreviewcrew at suppliersmultiplayer.com. Hope you enjoy today's episode. Yeah, so I thought it would be fun at the turn of the new year not to do resolutions, not to make bold claims, but to sit here and talk about what went right, what went wrong, what we're looking forward to doing. Not so much like just a retro, just a good conversation about uh, our lives and what went well. I'm having trouble myself already was thinking of coming into this was thinking about what went wrong, but that's because I guess I'm a little too optimistic. So yeah, should be a fun conversation. So let's go. I'll start with, I'll, I'll start with you, Ozzy. What went right? How did things go in 2023? Came out of a pandemic a couple of years ago, and then things seemed to settle into the new normal in 2023. So how was yours? 2023 was a good year. I got to say in my personal life, a lot of things a lot of things happened. My wife and I became empty nesters. The young one went off to college, Wisconsin, repping the school there. Um, and the one thing that I realized is that I was excited about this phase of life, which doesn't mean I don't miss my girls, but I try to enjoy the phase that I'm in and I was looking forward to it. I did a little preparation, like about a year before she went off to school, I started really thinking about what this next phase would bring and preparing for that. My wife and I talked about it a little bit. It's very easy to get lulled into like this comfort zone in marriage. And we talked about reshaping how the marriage looks, what we do, like making sure we spend time together, making sure we have our own things. Because once your kids leave, there's a void now, right? And you have to fill that void. And you should, it's, I think it's important to, to make sure that you're carefully splitting that and balancing that time across whatever you want to do, whatever you want to balance it across, right? Your, your, your career, your personal life, yourself, self-improvement efforts. So last year I came to the conclusion that the thing I would do for myself is to get back into golf. And we talked about it on, on the episode before and focused a lot on that. But I also started focusing a lot more on a career and self-education, self-improvement aspects of the career. We also talked about it on one of the other episodes, started reading a lot more. Jeremy introduced me to some cool apps, developed a little bit of a workflow, which has helped me a lot with that aspect. So those are, are all things that went really well in my personal life. In my professional life, there's tons of things, right? Oh, if we just take it back to the personal for a second, I'm doing this podcast. Right. <laughs> that, that, I can't use that now. No, I know. I, I, think, I think we all can, to be honest. Rewind a year ago. And if you just said to me, hey, you're going to be doing a podcast a year from now, I would have been like, what? Get out of here. <laughs> so that's been fantastic. Professionally, we got named the deputy CISO, the company. That was a big move, a really big move. Got on to my second board of directors. Um, at a company, and what else happened? Think about that. 
Yeah. If I think of something else, I'll come back to it. But I, I, just to summarize it really quickly, I, 2023 is a fantastic year. I am, in, in my opinion, that's not to say there weren't like some trials and tribulations, but I have a different sort of approach to how I view those things now. So one of the things that I think people don't give enough credit is luck and then capitalizing on luck. But it sounds like a lot of your changes in 2023 were pretty uh, intentional. Was there carefully. a lot? I'm, say, I'm, I'm asking, I'm asking that question. Lucky. <laughs> I know. Uh, Just busted his chops. But, but it, the, it seems like you made a lot of intentional choices throughout the year. It, was there any luck that you took advantage of at the same time? Okay, this fell into my lap, but I was in the right place at the right time. Or I had the time because I carved things out. The reason why I say that is because I think there's a good balance of those each year. And it's interesting to hear about where those happened to you and how they shaped that year. I think there's a difference between luck and good fortune. I think okay. luck is, and this is just my interpretation of it. Luck is just something that you stumble upon. Like you found a lottery ticket on the street and it was the winning numbers. That's lucky. But if... If I'm on a beach and I'm always, I have a metal detector, I'm always combing for like metals and I find a big diamond ring, that's sort of good fortune because you've put work into being, you put yourself in that position and you put work into getting to that position. I like so, your differential. I, I do the same thing. I just think it's capitalizing on luck versus not. But I like the right. way you say good fortune because it was what you did beforehand that created the situation. Right. So... I think all the things that happened to me, they were good fortune. I don't think they were luck. I got on this podcast because I've maintained a relationship with you. You guys were doing it before and you, you asked me to come on. Got named deputy CISO because of all the hard work I put in. Got on that second board position because got into a conversation with the founder of the company at a, at a conference I was at for the other nonprofit that I'm on the board of. I don't see those things as luck. I see them as good fortune. I, I think, I, I agree with you completely. There is luck involved in a lot of things. It just so happens that these things that happened to me this year didn't have to do with luck. I'm not saying that I've never experienced luck. I've never just stumbled across something, but it just so happens that the things that happened in 2023 were just good fortune, not luck. Awesome. That, that, that resonates with me and I like the differential, like we said, but there, there's more, when you go back and you look back at the year, was there some downsides? Was there some things that came out of left field and just bonked you around that you were this like, that you turned into a good fortune because, Hey, even though it, it went wrong, we can make it right. Because you were, had the opportunity, you had the time, you had the experience to do that. And I think that's interesting. I think that's a good thing to set up for. And it's a different type. It might even be an opportunity that you didn't even know was going to be there. Yeah. So there were things, there, there were a lot of little things, no big things. I mean, I have a tough time answering this question because we were talking about this before we started recording. I have switched my mindset on a lot of things in life. Excuse me. When I'm up against a tough situation, tough times, I flip it to... This is a learning experience. It's all a learning experience. And I think we talked about that with Jen when we did the mentoring session with her. 
they're all learning experiences. That's how I view them all. So I have a hard time thinking of what went wrong and what was tough. Of course, there were tough times throughout 2023. It was a very, a very trying year. Some of which I can talk about, some of which I care not to. One of the tough things of 2023 is I took up golf. <laughs> it was one of the great things, but it was one of the trying things. And it took, as much as it was a recreational thing to do, I put a lot of pressure on myself because um, I'm very competitive with myself. Competitive in nature, but competitive with myself. So I put a lot of work into getting better. And when I didn't see the results, put more pressure on myself. And now I have my approach to it a little bit. But that, that was, as much as it was supposed to be the relaxing thing for me to do, that was tough. So that's all I can really think of right now. I got to be honest. Is I don't want to be that guy that's, yeah, <laughs> life is great. There's nothing wrong. There's tons of stuff, but nothing big enough where I would sit here and talk about it like it was a major point in my life last year. Well, okay, then great. Then let me ask you this question. What was the theme of 2023 looking back? If you were to go back and say, there's a story arc, a theme for 2023 for Ozzy, what was it? And then the second part of that question, is that going to carry forward with your intentionality to 2024? Are you going to change the theme? You're looking to manipulate it or throwing it out and see what happens? I got to say the theme for me would it has to be growth, professional and personal growth. With all the things that just rattled yeah. off that, that have happened, that's all been part of my personal professional growth. Does that carry into 2024? Of course. Growth is always my mindset. I, listen, when I say always, it hasn't always been that way since I was much younger, but in the most recent years, I've focused a lot on growing myself both as a person as an, and as a professional. So it's always going to be growth. But this year, I think I pushed the throttle down a little bit on the growth and started to apply a little bit more towards, towards both sides, professional and, and personal. And I think that maybe has to do with kids are off to, the youngest one is off to college now. Now I get that time back. I'm able to really put more time into building myself out and becoming the person I want to be. So I think growth 2023 and growth moving on. Okay, so you're going to continue the growth theme to next year. Is there anything you're not going to do? Is there anything you're going to go when you look back and you're in the review cycle and say, I spent too much time on that and it wasn't, I didn't get the ROI. I don't want to spend time on doing that. I want to eject that part of work I was doing and say, no, it just didn't matter to me enough. So I'll give you one in the weeds thing, and mm -hmm. I'll give you one more strategic sort of thing that I want to cut out. The in the weeds thing is really just getting in the weeds at work, like becoming more of an executive. You and I talk about this a lot, learning. How to become an executive is important. Learning a lot and pulling myself out of the weeds. I think I've done a really good job of that in 2023. I'm going to continue that in 2024. The bonus to pulling myself out of the weeds and not getting as involved is it gives the people around me and the people under me an opportunity to grow and have them think through things on their own, give them autonomy to make decisions on their own. So... That's been, I think that's a work in progress. And I think I, I made some headways in, in 2023. And that's going to continue to be area of focus for me in 2024. And the 
thing that I'm not going to do that's a little bit more strategic is, and it's something that I have to constantly do is stop being so hard on myself. We talked a lot over the different episodes <laughs> on about imposter syndrome. And that's a big focus for me. Not so much the imposter syndrome, but cutting myself some slack when it comes to being confident or being, or lack of confidence, having a lack of confidence and, and giving myself credit for all of my accomplishments, the amount of work and effort it took to get to the position I'm in now. So that's something that I'm trying not to do in 2024 or trying to do less, let's say, because I'm not going to say not do it because those things are hard, right? Cutting it out completely is hard. If you could do that, you need to bottle it up and sell it because a lot of people need that. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a constant thing. It's an effort to get better in those things. Let's flip the table a little bit. Let's go to you. I feel like I'm I was going to go the backwards way to John and ask John the exact opposite. What does he want to do? But I, I'll do me. I don't mind. Let's go ahead. Yeah, let's that. So let's go with your what you were thinking. Let's go backwards. Let's go. What are you not going to do in 2024 that you did in 2023? Oh my God, so many goddamn things. So many stupid things. I, I can think of a lot of things I won't do. Most of those decisions are made. I still haven't decided, but I'm not. So I I learned of the I I'm gonna talk around this. I'm sorry. I just can't help myself. Is that the idea of themes are something that you can't fail at. It's an idea that I like because it's like a arc and a story that you can always work within and, but yet be a direction to follow through. And so I haven't figured out my theme going forward yet. Last year was a massive change of a year for me. I was impacted from a layoff. I've started my own company, building all the, that out, starting to change my public persona. Did that with family, kept all everybody still good in place. So yeah, it's been a very positive, good year. And then I haven't figured out what I wanted for this year, the theme, that idea that I want to thread through it all. If I'm leaning towards two things, one is balance and trying to still maintain balance that I had with some of the, like I had in 2023, which was a good being available for my family, time, reading, being all those things while still being able to spend the time to do the podcast, build the company, get, grow it, find more customers. Like I said, join more boards, do more work out there at, uh, without sacrificing the things I want to do that I find fun. So I'm leaning towards balance, but I haven't quite set the one yet. And the reason being is I don't know if balance removes enough optionality from me. I like ideas that tell me what not to do more than what to do. And I don't know if balance is going to be a good cleaver to remove things from my life so that I can still have enough time to focus on the things I care about the most. I'm, I gotta say, I'm absolutely floored that you don't have, you don't have a theme like for the 2024, because if you'd have asked me and, and I would have bet a lot of money on that. I would have said, no, geez, it's all planned out. Here's a theme. It's written down somewhere in like in a manifesto or <laughs> something. It's as much as it is, it's a thing that requires, it's got to be useful to me. And as much as I want to have one, it, until I come to the decision that it makes sense and I'm there, it's not there. And it doesn't, I'm not going to go force it to come out and 
sit there and focus, 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 and try to drive it forward, but it hasn't landed. It doesn't like balance isn't it, um, because it's, it, that's the idea, but it's not enough. So I'm still looking for that next bit. I'm looking for refining it more and it will probably come while I'm doing something weird, walking and reading at some point in time or listening to another Warhammer 40k book. And I'm like, wait, I like this and bam, it will, a new thread will pop up and that, that will go forward. Or being but, on a you, flight to Phoenix. Oh yeah. But you said you, okay, so just want to clarify one thing. You said you would prefer figuring out what not to do anymore. And I get that. That's, and that's why the balancing doesn't work for you. Cause it doesn't, it balance can, it can remove things, but unless you intentionally decide to remove things, it doesn't just automatically remove things, right? It can just spread things out. Right. Exactly. So it leads in the reason why I like, it was a good balance here. Cause a lot of things were thrust upon me in 2023, 2024 is all me. There is no thrusting. There is no choices. And I know my propensities are to spend too many plates, to do too many things, to carry too much water. And if balance is it, I'm like, I could see myself justifying, Hey, I can balance all this. Sure. I can do another company. I can do another thing. I can do another. And I can't. And I know that. And I need a way to focus and remove optionality from me. And that's where I am. John, how about you? Let's stay on the same theme here. Like what for 2023, I guess 2024, like what are you looking to not, what went wrong in 2023 that you're looking to remove out of your life? Yeah. Don't say the podcast. <laughs> no, definitely not. I think 2023 in my life, it, it was interesting. I spent the first half of the year with two children under the age of, well, under the age of five. And at the middle of the year, a lot of things changed. My daughter started going to kindergarten. It was very much a, now I'm going and actually have to participate in school events you know, before it was daycare events. And it, ah, it's a different thing now that I, there's a community of people that I'm literally, my children are going to grow up with. And, and we, we started the, the younger one, my, my son, he, he's uh, about to turn two and he started walking, becoming mobile. And basically my house has been just living chaos for <laughs> nine to 10 months. And yeah, I realized that I definitely have some pent up OCD <laughs> because I have to go behind them and pick everything up and straighten it and, or else I'm just a miserable person. Because the kids are destroying a perfectly nice house. And I have a lot of respect now for my parents. <laughs> no, but in reality, the, the things that I wouldn't do again in, in 2024, I spent a lot of time, a lot of time just not being, not giving myself the, the opportunity to be like, relax or, or take, take a step back and don't worry about work. Don't worry about just what I call the daily, the daily check mental checklist of things that you as an adult need to be worried about and enjoying being Jeremy. I think you said it in the pre-show, just alive, healthy, living under a roof, et cetera, and definitely more present Ozzy used that word trying to be. And I think my theme for, I, it's the first time 
that I've thought about themes in my like years doing having this discussion. I've, I, I never really did that. I'm even planning for the year. It didn't, I don't, <laughs> not that you guys are surprised. I, I don't plan much of my life. <laughs> it's like rolling chaos. But for me, 24 is, is health. Like I, I want to become healthy. It's been my daughter's five, almost six. It's been about six years since I, I would consider myself healthy. And I, I, I need to, I need to get to a place where I, I've, feel comfortable with feel comfortable with my daily routine because right now for me it feels very much like work children sit down at this desk etc the podcast didn't help with that but it's a lot no. better <laughs> i i think the podcast is one of the hobbies i didn't expect i would spend so much time enjoying but back to what you were saying john like when you sit there like your health is there the reason why I'm asking this? Is it something you want to change, or is it something you want to you want an outcome? Is it you are you looking for a goal, or are you just Both. unhappy? What's up? Oh, Both. The- yeah. So I I since after the holidays, I've started watching what I eat and doing a lot more things, just better. And I want to be able to set a, an example for the children. But more importantly, I I recognize the the lifestyle of uh, being a parent of young kids and having a desk job, and it do, it is not good for your health. And now that since COVID, I don't really travel anywhere near as much as I, I did before, thank, thankfully. But part of that and part of living and traveling in a city was my daily exercise. I used to walk 10 miles a day. Yeah. Wow. 10 miles a day. I, I actually went back in my Apple Health data. And for me, it, it's it's gone from 10 miles down to two. And a lot of that walking is, it, it's up and down stairs, but it's not what I would call anything that, that is cardiovascular. It's not like getting the blood pumping type of walk. So yeah, for me, definitely health, uh, the outcome, I would like to feel healthier, look healthier. I haven't set like a, a particular goal, but I have a whole bunch of shirts that, that don't fit that are in the closet that fit before the pandemic. When you look back at the last year, we talked a little bit about letting things go, but is there something that you saw, like when you had that transition, you have kids running around and they're going to school. Oh, is there anything that triggered like, nope, I need to focus on like the OCD cleaning up and all that stuff, but that, that forward thinking motion, because that was a big one for me when my kids went to a school and went to somewhere where it forced me, I'm like, holy shit, I got to actually plan. And it was school that did it more than having kids. Because schoolmen, it was real. Yeah, Kids yeah. were just, oh, wait, my wife does so much and didn't change much. That's a great, that's a great point. And you're absolutely right. So having uh, a single child and then having my son, the biggest change was just the, the exhaustion, just because two kids is exhausting. And, and I couldn't even imagine more. But when my daughter started school or even pre, preschool, but school, there became the structure, the weekly structure of after-school activities and different events at the school. And then doing the PTA, I go and do some of the PTA stuff and like at school, do the field trips and things like that. And it was just, it was an, it was actually a nice structure. It, it was nice to have these things now that well, I hadn't had up for, for that for a while. The change to my mental planning, thinking ahead, 
I haven't actually gone through that yet because my wife handles all that. <laughs> and I, she gets frustrated at me because I'm very, my brain isn't there at the time thinking about that kind of stuff. I, I think, I don't think that way. And she's very good about that. It keeps me organized. I, I think I understand that completely because my wife is in New York City and not going to be home and see her until next Monday. And I had to do the ungodly Wednesday, or Wednesday drive for her. You showed me that. 35 minutes, five stops, twice in reverse direction, while taking my daughter to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in the middle, finding times to walk the dogs, and then coming back and saying, put yourself to bed, get bed kids. I got to go do a podcast. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the first part is wild. So the, that's the thing about that changes that has me even more worried even more, right? Because it, not that I can't do that, right? That's actually for me having structure like that gets mentally, I'm, it gives me a, an out to not to have to sit down and think about work or think about a problem or think about, so it's good for those things. So I actually think that'll improve my life. <laughs> Awesome. I will, I'll, war, I'll warn you this, now that the kids are in school, that's when life goes into hyperspeed. When you have kids, everybody says to you, listen, enjoy it, it goes by fast. It doesn't really go by fast until your kids get into school. When they get into school, it is, oh my God, like it is going to be year to year and you're like, wow, like I, the, from my daughter, my youngest, who's now at, in college. You go back to when she started school when she was like four or five in pre-K or in the, the nursery program to now is a blur to me. It really is a blur. It goes by so fast. And then you have to set your expectations, right? Because when they get to the school age, yeah, you do get a little bit more structure, but then you're going to find yourself maybe more tired, right? Because you have... A lot of stuff. And it's, I guess you're tired now, right? When they're younger, it's just a different. I'm always tired. It's just a different <laughs> type of tired because now you're thinking about, okay, well, my daughter has uh, basketball today. They have that little science fair in school. They have this activity, that activity. And, and you find yourself context switching across all the things, the responsibilities you have. So I found myself like drained because of that. Which is part That's of the reason my daily why. Life. I, like I'm used to the context switching and it, it's probably not good for me, but it, it doesn't surprise me anymore. But I do have to say this last year went like extremely fast for me. And I, I do think it's because both of my kids were in school this year and my, my son's in daycare. But even with that, I, I just, I blink and I'm like, holy shit, six weeks went by. Yep. And I have a, I had a brother who, who got married in November and my, I have another brother getting married at the end of March. And I remember thinking, which in my head was only a week and a half, two weeks ago. Wow. I got six months before the next wedding and now I'm fucking like, I have to go get fitted for the toxin. <laughs> it's like within, and, and it's crazy. Yeah. There's gotta be a name for that, that, that what, what your mind does, <laughs> but yeah, time doesn't change doesn't change, but I love the explanation. When you're 10, a year is one-tenth of your life. When you're 50th, it's only one-fiftieth. It's a, such a small slice on top of it that each one just gets smaller and smaller as your total percentage. And it's just a lot of it you've already experienced. So there's not that much new and novel. Mm. I'm, the sad part about it is that the, the longer, the older you get, the more you want to spend in, in that yes. moments. Those. <laughs> 
youth is wasted on the young. Yeah, I, I had that, when my daughters were young, I had the conversation with them. I said, listen, I'm gonna, tell, I'm gonna tell you this. My dad told me this. Every parent talks to their child about this. When you're a child, you're racing to like get through your years and get older. And then you're gonna hit that point in life where you're going to be now 27, pull, pull, pull yourself back. You're like, no, this is going too fast. I want to go back. I want to go back. <laughs> so just try to enjoy the time you're in. And my daughter's nodded. Eh, yeah, well, that's a great analogy. I get it. No, I, they, didn't do I, don't, that. I don't think they did it. I don't think Does they did it. Does anyone do that? I, mean, I don't think I they did, did it. I didn't do it. I don't no. think they, I, even when I talked to them about it, I don't think they did it. It's, we all realize it when it's, we're past that mark, right? When we're all like clamoring to slow down life. You know who did that? Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to violently disagree. I had to get it in. It was one of those things that came out of nowhere. I don't even really fully understand what you meant by that, but it was funny as hell to me. That man enjoyed every mm. part of his life. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Maybe not now that he's got AIDS, but. Does he? Yeah, he's got HIV. Oh my God, I, I no didn't idea. realize that. Oh, no idea. That got serious quick. Yeah, wow. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Buzzkill. Sorry, we can <laughs> cut this part. <laughs> yeah. So, so one of the stranger things of 2023 for me was I can't watch TV anymore. I just can't do it. It's I do, but I've changed my... So I'm known, I watch a lot of news. I used to watch a lot. And I even took a job at a company because I like the news. And yeah, I stopped watching news as much as I used to in the past. And because now it just makes me fucking angry. I'm just, I'm a miss. I, I know my mood changes whenever I watch the news. And I'm trying to watch less and less of it. But like the back, since I was young. Always watch the evening news. Mine is a little more different. I can like you put on a TV show. I can't do it. I'm not interested. I just oh, I am. I'm a binge, but I can do three things at once. So I I can read my phone, listen to the TV show, and have a conversation with my wife. So I I can't anymore. I can't anymore. I I used to be able to, and now I have to challenge myself. If I do put a a show on, I got to challenge myself to put the phone down. It's almost, I almost treat it like I'm at a restaurant with somebody and I put the phone down and face it oh, down. Yeah. So I'm not Do looking you? at it. And, yeah. So, so there are, so, so there are some shows or programs I do that with and anything, honestly, anything like docu- documentary or something like that isn't fiction or cartoon or whatever. I try to put hundred percent focus to it, but something like a Marvel movie or something on youtube that my kids watching bluey no yes i've, uh, I've been there i'm glad i yeah, passed that i i can yeah i don't care about those but, but yeah there are things there are things that i have to put the phone down with because i need to i want my attention i want to i, I want to enjoy it i'll tell you what you if you really want to focus on watching a show and paying attention get a foreign language show where you have to put the subtitles on you have, you know how many times I'm watching that and I get on my phone 
and it's like in French or something. And then uh, 20 minutes later, I'm like, oh, rewind, rewind. So I missed the whole plot because I wasn't looking at the subtitles. My wife doesn't l- listen to the podcast. Do your wives listen to the podcast? Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> You're right. I'm not going to butt bring it up. So my wife doesn't. So I could talk about this. She puts the subtitles on for everything. And my OCD, I have to read the subtitles. If it's on, I got to read it. And and that for me, that's the news. Like I, the fucking ticker at the news, it's driven me crazy. But I have to read the subtitles to the point where I'll be reading the subtitles and not watching the movie. And it'll be like three or four seconds behind and then my audio is fucked up in my head or the narration of the fucked up with my reading. So I turn subtitles off and, and I even go to the, to the extent of disabling subtitles if I can in the app because I don't, because she leaves it on. Yeah. Everywhere I go, my daughter turns on subtitles mm. and it's, it's, I walk upstairs, the TV, it's, they're on there, Netflix, YouTube. And I'm like. God damn, because I do the same thing. If there's text rolling and flashing read in front it. of me, I gotta read it. it. I can't not read it. So that I being was, said, it, I haven't watched too many movies that are foreign this year. I that listen, that's a way to break yourself out of that habit. If you watch in like TV shows or a movie, I don't watch too many movies that are a foreign language, but a lot of shows that are foreign language shows and turn the subtitles on. Some of the best TV I've watched, shows I've watched in the last few years have been foreign. Yeah. Um, so I, I can think of a few. We don't need to go down that road. I watch too much TV as it is. We got to do a whole episode on, on TV shows. Yeah. Like exchange our, like watch, top, our top five or some. I watch one TV show. Well, uh, Jeremy just has one then. What is a TV <laughs> show? You're, what you're what is a TV show? Jeremy's five. Yeah, I, I could start. What's a TV show nowadays anyway? What classifies yeah. a TV show? Brit- the British version of Taskmaster. It's my I've favorite never TV watched show. that. I do it watch the British version. Just dumb, simple. Every episode stands alone. No continuing arc, but you still get to learn a little bit about a comedian's kind of perks and personality towards. But nothing matters. There's no goals. There's no points. It's just fun. And it, if it goes off, who cares? If you don't pay attention, who cares? But you generally, it's the only thing I generally watch. And I love watching it with my wife because it's the thing we can both watch together. Um, most of the TV she watches makes me angry. Most of the give, TV give work, Yeah. Uh, the Challenge. What is that? MTV, The Challenge. Real. Oh, That's MTV. Wait. I already don't watch it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Already off she, the list. So, so she's going to, if she knows that I've been at this publicly, she will find me and murder me. It's not going to be that hard to find you. No, it will not. Uh, She's out of town this week. So there's there's the answer. There's the answer to your question on if Jeremy's wife listens to the podcast. I already answered it. Yeah, Yeah. I already answered it. So yeah, so my my wife watches a lot of uh, trash TV, like Real Housewives of Kentucky or whatever. And it's in the Southern Charm one. And unfortunately, I have to say, I start getting into those fucking shows. It's oh bad. Oh my God. I was just about, I was waiting for the open uh, I, spot fucking, to admit. It's bad. It's bad. I'll, I'll be sitting there. I'll be like, what's that motherfucker doing now? He banged her last season. What's he, <laughs> why are they bitching? Oh and I'm my just God. like, dang, this is fucking bad. <laughs> we just, over the weekend, my daughter hasn't gone back to school yet. And she's, she put on. Southern Charm? Lo, no, Love Island. Boy. Season one. And. I'm sitting there and I'm on my laptop and I'm doing something. And then, and I start like listening a little bit and I start paying attention. And I'm like, wait, I thought he was with her. 
And then I'm just, I, I got to tell, the, I got a story I got to tell. I'm hopefully not that my family in person. <laughs> I don't know if they listen or not. This is going to be hilarious if they hear it. So college years, I'm coming back from school. My brother, I have three younger brothers and one of my brothers was still in high school. And coming home from school, college, six weeks or whatever, I, I lived very close. And I used to come home and fall asleep and I just, I've never slept good in my life. So I'd, we wake up in the middle of the night and it's the thing that happens often to the television playing, like being on one of those channels, it's women that murder people, like the murder mysteries. And Date, Dateline or one of those No, shows. no, like the trashy murder, like stuff, like the, like the channels, the true crime channels where it's talking about every single person that's ever killed anyone. Yeah. And I realized over the course of that year in, in college that my brother falls asleep to those. And it's one of the brothers getting married or coming up. <laughs> so I don't know what that says about my brother, but. Yeah, it was really weird. I can't say anything. I fall asleep listening to Warhammer. So That's I true. You too. I, have, I can say God. nothing. I can say nothing. I can say nothing. That's true. I just fall asleep. I just lay down and I'm asleep in two minutes, maybe five minutes. Yeah, my, my, my sleep routine is the New York Times crossword. Sudoku sometimes. I pick it up and then as soon as I start to nod, which is... Yeah. probably in about 15, 20 minutes. Cause I take my CBD gummies. Those with, things are awesome. Without That's THC, cool. CBD gummies with That's awesome with lavender and melatonin. And oh, those are good. The, I've had those. Yeah. Those things really work for me. So I pop two of those and 15, 20 minutes later, I'm, I start nodding. I'm out. You wake up feeling good after one of those. Yeah. Two, which is nice. yeah, yeah. It's another thing I've done is focused on my sleep a lot more, my sleep habits. Not, yeah, in 20, I, yeah. not in 2023, but over the last couple of years, I've focused on it a lot. I, I have CPAP and a lot of people that I know that ha have done sleep studies and have been requesting or should have gotten CPAP did not, or they don't stick to it. That thing has been amazing for me. Dude, have sleep. you ever watched Joe Coy? His, Joe Coy is a, a stand up comedian. The guy is he's funny he did this live show it's on netflix i think it was in la he did a stand-up show and he did a skit about sleep apnea it was probably the funniest thing i've ever seen in my life you, dude you just gotta just no, i have to go search that watch it right put it if you like google it on youtube you might have shortened versions or whatever but before, go on netflix find his live from la and if nothing else, just fast forward to the sleep apnea part. It is hilarious, dude. I almost pissed. Every time I watch it, I damn near piss my pants. <laughs> anyway, we should digress and, and finish talking about what went well for you guys. Because we didn't get to that part. Like, what do you think went well for you in 2023? I'll let you go first, John. Yeah, I think I talked a little bit about it. I think. The, my daughter going to school, starting uh, school for us definitely changed. Well, it changed a lot in life, but also it's a good thing. It's freed up personal lives in some ways and other ways not. But 
that went really well. I think professionally, yeah, it's for me, I, I don't, again, I think one of the failures of me not planning is also not doing well look back on what went well. Professionally, I have, I had a lot of new teams, new responsibilities that came to me and I, I, well, my boss, I don't know if my boss is listening. Hopefully not. I think it went pretty well. <laughs> no, it went really well. And a lot of new products and new interesting things that my team has built and is building. I can very happy with the, where my you know, team started and ended this past, this past year. Professionally going to what went wrong. I think there's a lot that goes wrong. I think added at a, at a, Macro level though, right? Being in the incident management slash operations space, shit always goes wrong. <laughs> but at a macro level, I, I don't think there's a lot that actually went sideways for me. I think there was, there were things that happened that had to get uh, corrected. And, the, but overall, the thing was uh, positive professionally. It's hard to look past the exhaustion, but it was a good year. How about you, Jeremy? I know you, you talked a little bit about. Some of the challenges you had to go through personally in, those, in your career. I, that's not interesting to me, actually. And as the external things, the parts that I'm enjoying the most and what I took was I'm back working with the people I, where I enjoy working with the most and this podcast. And so one of the things that uh, I've mentioned before is I don't have a lot of hobbies. They pay me to do my hobbies in computers and technology. So I don't have a lot that isn't work driven when I want to relax and think about podcast has been a huge outlet working again with the people that I enjoy working with the most at work has been awesome. So I, in every way, shape and form, it's been nothing but a great year. There's challenges. Some of them I can't talk about because it's just timing and we have to, I have to wait, but I'm seeing some of the fruits of all that kind of work its way through, do the right thing, execute against it and make things better. So the person half your size kicking your ass, is that a challenge or is that a, a oh, plus or a problem? <laughs> well, that's the Brazilian jiu-jitsu wow. I started. We, we can talk about that, but the fact that it's Wednesday and if I lift my arms up, I might cry is all I have to say to that. My neck yeah. is so goddamn fucking sore. My legs are sore. My arms are sore. Yeah. So I started Brazilian jiu-jitsu two Mondays ago. The first one was apparently they were very nice to me. And then the second one was they put a 120 pound when wet kid to kick my ass for an hour. Um, it's not gonna let, let me ask you this. <laughs> what was the first, was your first time like the trial class where you don't sign up? It's yet, like where he signed up on the form. Yeah. It's like, like now he's here, said, Jeremy Rossi. <laughs> just you know, the first class is listen, you come the first time. There's no contract. Just come try it out. They worked them out. It was all nice. They treated him nicely. And then he signed oh, yeah. the contract. Yeah. And they uh, there, there, there's no contract. There's nothing like that. They, they do have my credit card, but it's free month beginning of the year. That was the, how to get parents in is come on. So they emailed all the parents of everybody that has a student there. And they're like one or two will show up. And I was one of them. Um, in January. I, prom I promised right my daughter. I promised my daughter when she signed up, I would do it with her. That was two years ago. And I never found the time. And she reminds you. Oh, yes. But now she won't let me show. So I went to go pick her up, drop her off at jujitsu today. She's like, when are you going to do two days a week? And I go, I'm too old for two days a week right now. So are you doing your class with her? Is no. she in the class? Okay. No, All it's right. an adult class. She's in the teen class. 
And so, yeah, we're at different times, but she doesn't, she's 12 years old. She doesn't want me to show up and even see her at class. She's like, you can wait outside until it's your turn to come in. I'm like, I'm allowed on the mats. And she's like, yeah. And I got to be honest. I don't know that you want her there while you're <laughs> now. So she'll humiliate me. Like, right. She'll humiliate me. She'll hold that over for you forever. Yeah. But yeah, yeah that, and, and that's one of the things I'm changing, but like the rock gym, I've always tried to do a little something, but it's really easy to find reasons to not do it. So the rock gym closed down and I didn't do anything with that. I could have driven an extra 20 minutes, but I didn't sign up for the membership. I didn't go do it. You know how that is. It's just like, go do I it. think I told you I was going to do that at some point. Yeah. You did. Yeah. Happened. I think you even said it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah you did. <laughs> you did. I think it was before I joined, you guys were, were talking about rock climbing. You said Those you were the days that we don't ca- think about. <laughs> but yeah, the, the, the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is really close. It is. There is no excuse. And they also started a morning routine. So they will have no games uh, from six to seven on Mondays and Wednesdays. So I'll probably, once I'm no longer a, at least get to the point where I can not be hurting this for three days afterwards, start going to on Wednesday mornings on top of two Monday nights. Nice. Nice. Have they, have you tried any remedies for muscle hurting and things like anything other than just time? Advil. Like cold, like cold plunges, cold showers. They actually, they for me, it worked. No, I just suffered and, and, and bitched to my wife and, and acted like a big pansy. Stretching, stretching really helps. I yeah. didn't know you could be sore here. Yeah, but you can be when your head's well, yeah, been on the ground. Yeah, I was gonna say when you get choked out. Yeah, that that yeah, happens. When, it's like, yeah. when it's a hundred twenty pound kid on your neck, like or his legs are clamped around your neck. Right. Actually, it's they a can't very, do that. It's a very, uh, yeah, it's good fun. Yeah. So yeah. So twenty 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 three, good year, good year. It sounds like well, across everybody. So, so one thing, and I think it's, we, we all made the conscious effort, but of not talking about things that are outside of our control, outside of our personal and pro- professional lives publicly, how do you feel about the state of everything other than those things in your life for 23? When you say everything other than what you can control, your, your personal lives and your professional politics. Lives. Are, are, uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly what I was trying to tease out of. Like, I'm what, trying. Well, I'm trying not to guide us one way or the other. I'm thinking like the state of the world. We could talk politics. We can, but I don't want to talk about anything specific. I'm looking for your stream of consciousness. I'm probably less cheery, outlook optimistic when it comes to a lot of the other things that are going on in life. The older I get is the more I learn about politics and the way things were. I think when you go back to the 2016 presidency, it uncovered a lot about government and politics that I didn't know. And I think that all of us just took for granted, like the amount of things that are just really not hard rules and laws that's just, well, it's well, not ethical to do this. You shouldn't do that. I think the, the flip side of that coin is he, that time brought to light a lot of things public that have been happening 
privately forever in politics, right? Right. Yeah. I, and that's probably it, right? It's probably not so much that whether it's a rule or not, it's that politicians may not care to chase something down when it's widespread and other people could be doing the same thing and it might implicate a lot of others. So maybe that's it. I don't know. But I, and that also weaves in a little bit into, and you said this before, John, how you don't watch the news anymore because it just makes you angry. And we've talked about this in previous podcasts, how you guys have asked me, like, where do I get my news from? And I was like, I stopped reading news. I stopped consuming news. I still consume it like stuff that kind of flashes by my life and I consume it that way, but just purposely consuming news. I stopped doing it for a long time because it's just, it's maddening. It's sad. It's frustrating. It's, it's a lot of things. So I think that still applies. It's still a current day for me personally. Like I think there's too much noise. There's a lot of noise. And then that's the other frustrating Way too thing. Much. There's a lot of, it takes effort now to really sift through and figure out what's real, what's not. Even if you're not getting your news from Twitter or from, we had the conversation about going to good sources, right? Even from the good sources, sometimes it takes a lot of effort. So I don't want to say that's not going well, because that would go against my sort of cheery outlook on life and positive outlook on life. But I'm a little numb to a lot of that stuff now, unfortunately. How about you guys? I'm uh, 2023 was the year I did much of the same, but I was doing that informally for years before. My view is highly unchanged about society. I think it's easy to get caught up in the moment. I think it's easy to understand it only for the context that you see today. But if I, the more I read, the more I look back at history, the more I think it's just another precipice, not a new precipice. And I don't worry about it. I can't change it. I can't fix it. I can't do anything about it. But I do spend more time with programs, organizations, and people that I care about. And so if you ask me what I did different is I was starting to select for who I want to spend my time with. So, and that's something that kind of came through before is I'm glad to be working with some of my favorite people to work with, some of the people I choose to, to be a part of programs I want to be a part of. And that's how I think of that. It's not so much what's happening around me. It's about how can I find the people I want to have a conversation with and talk to them about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. And it sometimes might be news, sometimes might be whatever in focusing on that, because that's where I get my joy. And that's where I get my happiness and sense of belonging. I do, but that's also why this is a hobby I want to do because it's with people I like and want to hang out and talk and have conversations and be cerebral and all that bullshit that I love. But yeah, that's what I've been focusing on is not the news, not the story, but the people that I care about, the shrinking the group smaller and making sure that everybody in that group's worth talking to. Very well said. I guess I've been doing that also subconsciously. I, I've never really had a conscious thought about it, but through the DNI work, through getting involved in other sort of organizations, it's, that's an aspect of surrounding yourself around types of people and 
good work that you want to be involved with. So, yeah. Yeah. Be around the people that are going to do outcomes you like and agree with. Avoid okay. the ones you don't. Yep. How about I you, John? 2023, I think there's a lot of things that in 2023 that unfortunately I think the bad outweighed the good socially. Wars and Completely agree. People losing their jobs, uh, so many things. I think it's, for me particularly, it was a good year. I got to do a lot of cool things professionally. I saw my kids grow in my personal life. Family members got married and babies be had. Well, not yet, but I'm sure they will. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think personally, I've try, I'm trying to find a balance between how my internal barometer feels that I'm informed, but also make sure that I'm not reading uh, like a partisan information source because uh, I, I care about the facts, the news, et cetera. And it's, the, as you said it earlier, it's not easy to discern what you're reading if it's paid for by so-and-so's campaign or whatnot. And uh, yeah, honestly, I, I, I only really trust something unless someone next to me says, you know, that's actually something real, <laughs> which I have several chats of close confidants <laughs> that all like, oh shit, that's a real paper. <laughs> when in those oh, chats, God. do you have confidants where you do the opposite where you're like, oh, oh absolutely. No. Yeah, well, yeah. One I, have, particular. I have the close confidants that are, are the sage wisdom soothsayers and Mike's been on this podcast, so. We can talk about him. And then I have the opposite where it's, I, I need that crazy in my life to have the barometer say, Ooh, stay away from that. Don't go there. Yeah. yeah I got both. Nice. Well, I'm going to, I think we should, we're getting pretty long on time, but I would, I'm going to ask when we do this podcast in 2025, looking back in 2024, what would you, what do you want to think about Dude, in the podcast and only turning 40? Hold on a second. Like, Sorry. this is getting scary because I was going to say, all right, listen, to wrap this thing up, I was going <laughs> to pose a, a very similar question. When we Great do minds. this again, yeah, when we do this again, my, my question is a little bit different, so maybe we can answer both of them. No, when let's we, do yours. When we do this again in 2025, you look back and you say 2024 was the best year ever because blank happened to me. Or because I did blank and fill in the blank. Mm. For me, I'd say I feel like I'm living a healthier lifestyle. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. I feel like I'm li feeling, living a healthier lifestyle. I don't know how to answer that because I think I've already had that trajectory. So some of the things I can't talk about, I'll, I can talk about it by then. But No, but, but you could say, listen, my personal company is now a hundred employees. I X number oh, of clients. Yeah. That would drive, that would be the worst <laughs> thing for him. What are you kidding me? That means I done messed up. No, <laughs> I mean, I've, well, no, then that, that's a good, that's actually that's a good a, thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't think of anything I would sit there and say other than to continue on because everything is getting better incrementally and improving. And that's all I want. I don't have as much as like I present, like I'm always driving forward, pu pushing forward, having plans, thinking, 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 incremental improvements, all I want. And that's it. Constant trajectory. One of our friends told it to me 
years and years ago, and it never, ever left any of my thinking. He goes, if you have a North Star, doesn't matter which direction you're going. You can turn left, you can turn right, but you can always eventually get there. It doesn't matter if there's a mountain, doesn't matter if there's a river, doesn't matter what's in front of you, you know where you're going. You have to make turns. The only thing you should be not doing is walking away from it. And so if you ask me, the only thing that would make me unhappy is in 2025, I come back and say, I had to walk away from where I wanted to go. Mm. And that's other than that, everything else I can deal with. I like that. I really like that. I like that a lot too. Yeah. I do have to say 2025, I hope we have more than one live podcast from <laughs> Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> well, we got to ask Ozzy the question. I want to get yeah. Ozzy's answer. 2025, fill in the blank. I would say right now, the one thing that I would say would make 2024 really successful for me is if throughout the year, over all of the times where I've been put in a situation where I had to socialize, network, go to a dinner, go to, John, you and I talked about this in the last podcast. Mm. My daughter is saying there's sorority dad tonight, like all those types of situations, right? If I come close to breaking even 50-50 where I'm not just completely want to shoot myself in the head, thrown up in my own mouth. When I think about those things, then it's been a successful year for me. Sorority dad's night. Listen, that I maybe I would have asked your daughter, like, what part of you think <laughs> Maybe that one falls on the other side. Maybe, maybe that one doesn't make the cut. But no, I really want to work on getting better with that, getting better with those sort of introvert impulses. Uh, listen, along with everything else, along with continued growth, like I said earlier, and all the good things I like, I love your North Star concept or analogy. So all those things put in there. But I think if I look back in 2024 and say 50% of the times where I had to go to a dinner or whatever, I was okay with it then I, I think I'll feel really good about 2024. I, I got invited to a, a dinner tonight that's going to go down in like next month in February. And the minute I get invited, I was like, yeah, okay, I'll be there. So step one. <laughs> yep. Got to put yourself out there. Absolutely. 129 or uh, a minute, 29 second lap time in Laguna Seca. <laughs> I remember that track off the top of my head, but yeah, I think I that's... do because I was spent yesterday beating your lap times. <laughs> my place, my PlayStation's up in Vermont. I don't even have a wheel. Though. Someone's playing Fortnite all the time. My son, he's got a PlayStation in his room. Yeah. So, I think we're good for the tonight. I think we're good. Yeah. yeah. Good combo. That wraps it up for this episode of the Surprise Multiplayer Podcast. As always, we thank you for listening and hope that you'll join us again soon. As a reminder, any feedback, suggestions, or questions can be sent to banterreviewcrew at surprisemultiplayer.com. Until next time, keep exploring and stay curious.